the jet set breakfast music culture lively and critical discussions on safm 822. Unfortunately, we can't go back to the story that we were looking at, Brutus Milada, talking about the reading culture in South Africa. 30 years into democracy, and uh, where is our reading culture? More, more uh, specifically, where are our libraries for young people if they would like to go into a library? Is there one close to their neighborhood or one in their ward? And I think that that was a very valuable point that was made by Brutus. So, um, Ayanda said, saying, hi, morning, Michelle, this is Ayanda. Sorry, who did you play just before the news? We played Louis Armstrong, Wonderful World, and no need to be sorry, Ayanda. Isn't it funny how South Africans, we always say sorry, like when someone, you're standing in a queue, and instead of just going, excuse me, you go, sorry. Like, why are we sorry? Ayanda, you have no reason to be sorry at all. It is your right, and uh, hope that uh, you are happy with that information. So let's go on. Time for our science story here on SAFM 104-107. You see, everybody in the studio is now talking about the fact and nodding. Zelma's going, we do that all the time. We just go, sorry, sorry, instead of like, mm. anyway, yeah. Alexandra Howard is a doctoral candidate for um, agricultural conservation at the University of Free State. And she's working on the possibility of bats on apple farms because bats eat insects, so they become a natural form of pest control. Alexandra, thank you so much for joining us. Me on your jet set show. Sorry, sorry, Alexandra, I, I missed I missed you. Are you, you are on the line, hey? Yes. Can okay. you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Alexandra, I love your story. Okay, so we forget about pest control through pesticides and that. We have bats instead. Yes, so that's what my PhD is looking at, is to try and find out how much the bats are helping the apple farmers in the free states, and if this is something we can scale up to other kinds of crops in South Africa. So how would you measure that? So I've been doing acoustic activity, recording the bats, catching the bats, and I'm currently busy with the lab work to see what are the bats eating throughout the years and on different apple farms. So, in fact, what you could do is if if someone said, okay, fine, we'll give you an acre of apples, but we're not going to use pesticides, you would be able to assume, I suppose it's a proxy measurement, is that if if the apples are growing perfectly and there are no pests eating up the apples, then you could assume that the bats are doing their job. Yes, I know. Obviously, there's birds, there's spiders, there's so many other animals that play a role as well. But it is exactly looking at that and the impact that pesticides are having, whether it, I can tell you, it really chases the bats away at night. But to try to see, can we maybe change the pesticide regime and when the farmers are spraying to encourage the bats to do their role for free more and more often. Well, are you, you encouraging the bats to do it for free? Well, they're already doing it for free because no one's using it. <laughs> Just be careful. Next thing you're going to get a bat invoice where they say uh, we've killed 650,000 million um, flies and fleas and little insects. And <laughs> Alexandra, I mean, what, what I suppose what I like about this story is that 
Bats have got a bad rap. I mean, not yeah. only have they got a bad rap, like in literature, you know, we think of vampire bats, etc. No. We think of COVID. I mean, zoonotic diseases, they really do have a bad rap. And yet what you're saying is that here they are doing the job that they meant to do. And, and let's try and support it. Yes, exactly. I'm really passionate about, you know, working with these underdog animals almost and trying to explain the myths to people, understand where they come from and show the benefits that they do. They're also really important for pollination, seed dispersal. They eat the mechis and mosquitoes in our gardens every night and most people don't realize that. It's an interesting thing because often uh, at about five o'clock in the evening, you start to see what you initially might think are birds, but mm-hmm. in fact are bats that are flying around. It is the time that they come out, isn't it? Yes, definitely. They're nocturnal. They can see. They're not blind. Mm. And most of us are spoiled enough to have bats in our gardens across the country. And you get to enjoy them with your sundowner. Alex, what kind of bats are these? What kind of bat am I? No, are these? Well, I don't know. You are might these? be a friend of the bat, but <laughs> you, yeah, so, are you bat girl? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm bat Alex. Um, yeah. So we have fruit bats mostly on the coast of South Africa. Uh, luckily, there's no apple eating and there's no fruit bats in Free State. But these, I'm looking specifically at the insectivorous bats the insect-eating bats, and we've already caught and detected about 12 species in the eastern free state. Wow, okay. So if it works out, what does this mean? Would you start to ex- try and see if you couldn't breed more bats? Would you, how, would you, how would this play out? So with the L'Oreal UNESCO for Women in Science Award, it has really helped me now that I can do more tests. I'm going to look at pesticide testing now do more economic analysis and social analysis to see, can we scale this up? What is the model that could work for farmers and stakeholders? But basically, no, the the bats are already in the environment. It's more a case of providing, for example, bat boxes, just providing more roosts and making sure the food is safe, the insects they are eating, and encouraging them back into these agricultural systems. So uh, someone just saying, we love the talk on bats. This is C, wanting to know, do they have enough insects to eat because insect populations are plummeting worldwide? So that is one of my big questions as well. They are eating. I'm now trying to identify what they're eating, but luckily they are still. I was also very worried there wasn't enough insects left in free states. But they are so adaptable. Different bat species specialize in different kinds of insects. But that is a big concern we have across the country is, of course, if our insects are disappearing, it's going to affect our bats and our birds in huge ways. Fantastic. Alex, we wish you all the very, very best, oh, bat girl. May you have a uh, bat woman, actually. May you have a great uh, success with this research. Focusing on apple farms in the free state and looking at insect pest control, not through pesticides, but rather through the absolute opportunities that bats can offer us. I do like that.